I'm Ricardo Alexandre. I'm living in Hortolândia City, and you are listening to the English Sub-School podcast, English in the Bible, Information and Transformation. Hello, hello there, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sub-School podcast, lesson 13 for Friday. I said Friday, September 22nd. And if it's Friday, you know the title for today. Say it with me. One, two, three. Further thought, 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 thought. That's right. Before we read our thoughts for today, reviewing the lesson this week, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, oh, how grateful we are for having seen us, for you have seen us through one more week. Oh, Father. We, we know that we are in a, in a battle. And many times we don't get wounded only spiritually, but physically also and emotionally and mentally. But Father, you are the bomb, the healing bomb. You are the one that can give us new life. Help us to trust in you. Increase our faith. Help us to be aware that we are dependent upon you. You are the breath we just breathe. So Father... Be with us as we study your word in Jesus' name. Amen. So here we have a new, um, at least a collection that I don't remember having seen it before. It is a collection of Ellen G. White writings called the Spalding and Megan Collection, page 121. Uh, it's based on her manuscripts, of course, but I had never heard this one before. At least I don't recall. It says the following. Quote, an army in battle would become confused and weakened unless all worked in concert. If the soldiers should act out their own impulsive ideas without reference to each other's positions and work, they would be a collection of independent atoms. They could not do the work of an organized body. So the soldiers of Christ must act in harmony. They alone must not be cherished. If they do this, the Lord's people in the place of being in perfect harmony, of one mind, one purpose, and consecrated to one great grand object, will find efforts fruitless, their time and capabilities wasted. Union is strength. A few converted souls acting in harmony, acting for one grand purpose, under one head, will achieve victories at every encounter. Unquote. What is the significance of Paul's labeling himself an ambassador in chains? Ambassadors often played challenging roles during wartime. So Paul's self-description fits the context of his military metaphor. Ambassadors were to be treated with the respect to the person or country that sent them. So there is stark contrast between Paul's status as ambassador for the supreme ruler of the cosmos and the utter disrespect signaled by his chains. Literally, chain. However, since ambassadors would wear a chain of office, Paul's mention of a chain may be spiced with irony, in which he sees his chain as a decoration to be worn with distinction. This is a quote by David J. Williams from the book Paul's Metaphors, Their Context and Character, Peabody, Massachusetts, 1999, page 152. So Ephesians 6.20, I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that I prefer. says the following, For which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should, 
and in the King James Version. It says the following, For which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly, as I ought to speak. That's it. So discussion questions. If you if your corner of a world divided at a war in your corner of a world divided that uh, and and at war, what does it mean for you and your congregation to wage peace? How can we be agents of peace in a world so increasingly characterized by aggression and violence? Good question. Next, what particular fiery darts are being hurled in your direction? How can you ensure that the shield of faith is in place to extinguish them? Next, we sometimes speak of prayer warriors. How might we conduct prayer ministry based on Ephesians 6, 18, 20? And how should we treat those who are wounded on the battlefield of the great controversy? How should we treat the Christian believer who in the heat of the battle flees out of fear or openly capitulates to the other side? Oh, Father, treason, treason, but uh, yeah, with mercy and offering them a second chance, and which is so difficult, isn't it? Well, this is the end of Lesson 13 for Friday, September 22nd. During this whole week, we've been studying about waging, not war, but waging peace. Yes, my friends. And remember, tomorrow is the Sabbath, the Holy Sabbath. Go to a local church. Don't be by yourself, but look for friends and family in Christ so that you can together worship the Father, the Master, the Lord of our lives, Jesus Christ our Lord. Have you all a wonderful Sabbath. And thank you, my friends, for sharing, for praying with us and for us, and for listening. You are great listeners. Feel free to get in touch with us. Have a wonderful Sabbath, you all.